pork. Mm-hmm. How much are we going to talk about the guy behind us laughing the whole time? Oh, zero or like, like, like <laughs> the guy behind you guys? I, 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 <laughs> How much are we going to talk about the hat man on this episode? <laughs> gonna, Did they send you the right pills the other day? <laughs> How much are we going to talk about the guy with double-jointed knees that keeps standing behind Cam every episode? Yeah, the, are we going to bring him up man. or what? <laughs> kid but i mean cripes what a bad movie yeah (laughs) i might watch it when it comes to max but at a 1.5 sorry in this household we still call it hbo (laughs) i don't remember what (laughs) hbo is yeah it's crazy i can't believe they changed that what a what a fucking mess that is hey hey season two of the barricade you know what you can see on max the movie Tampopo, oh, which wow. is on a which, yeah, oh, which is there right what now. A, what a segue. It's too bad we're not talking about that till the second segment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every single week. And this week we are talking Tom Popo, the, 1990, the 1985 Juzo Itami film uh, uh, called A Japanese Noodle Western, which I didn't realize was a joke on Spaghetti Western until oh, very yeah. recently, despite knowing about this movie for a long time. Um, That's when I realized the movie was a comedy, when I saw that that was the yeah. the um, subtitle or subheading. Or I realized it when a guy behind me laughed really loud. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting out of the way now. Who's the guy in Cape Fear? Is it? Uh, that is Cape Fear, right? Yeah, when he's smoking Fear, this, Fear. but he's sitting in front of them in that movie. Is it near? I haven't seen Cape Fear. I did see Tampopo. Tam, Tampopo. Tampapo. How do they say it in the movie? uh, I made, uh, I I made everyone watch this. We got to go see it in a theater. It was very nice, but also, uh, we made some ramen as well to go along with this ramen making movie. And uh, to go along with that, I have the perfect ramen ingredients here around the table with me. I have a singular slice of nori, Seb. That's me. I'm crunchy and salty. Yummy. (laughs) We have the perfectly pickled crunch of menma bamboo shoots. That's Alex. Hello. We have (laughs) succulent thin slices of three millimeter sliced pork. Cam. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's me. Uh, Pork. I use pork belly. Ooh, yeah. And I am your host, a soy egg, Nick. <laughs> you're, you're hearing a nude soy egg right now. 
Cam called me a soy egg the other uh, other day, and I didn't fully internalize just how much of an insult that was. <laughs> that is that should catch on. Calling someone a soy egg. <laughs> Calling someone soy is already a way to say that like they're like cringe in certain. Yeah, you're circles. not just a soy boy. You're a soy egg. Soy egg. Soy egg. <laughs> it combines our two greatest insults right now at calling someone an egg and calling someone soy. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> delicious, delicious insults. But um, this movie is all about the craft of making ramen, but it is also about like just the enjoyment of food in general, like how much food is is your life and how much it impacts your life and getting the little bits of joy out of making and eating food. And I think that having us make our own ramen is like... Uh, the perfect companion to this movie. I'm happy that everyone got to do it, and that's why I really wanted it to be part of this episode. Also, also this movie made me desperately want ramen. And yes. There, and we had it? just eaten it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We went to a little prefix dinner beforehand, yeah, too. Yeah, we were so lucky that we were able to do it in this situation where we had uh, Nana's and Westerly uh, had a special menu for this film where we got to have some nice uh, shoyu chicken ramen. It was just really good timing because yeah. Nick had like just brought up that he wanted us to he wanted to do this movie for the podcast, and then I was scrolling to through the like upcoming events mm-hmm. for the theater, and then that was there, and it was like oh, also accompanied with a special uh, dinner, which they I haven't seen them ever I don't do think before. Done it. I so it was just really serendipitous. Really yeah, it, it's apparently part of their food in film series that they're doing, which is I'm all over, but I haven't. But looked into more details on that mm. or have mm. been able to find more details yeah, that's on that's insane they were doing it the same week that that nick wanted to do this for the podcast well we well, moved I mean, some I, stuff around yeah I think. we moved some stuff around to make this happen oh I didn't know. Okay. not much not much very little actually yeah. uh this one of my original plans i had wanted to do the the tampopo and baking ramen episode i knew i was going to do it in the summer and i've been thinking about that for months but when uh, I realized that my episode was going to be coming up around when Street Fighter was coming out, I planned a Street Fighter episode and I like had the whole idea mm. of what I was going to have everyone do and like because I know you don't like fighting games, so I wasn't just going to have everyone just play Street Fighter. Like, right, I had, right. I, had, I don't like fighting games. Watch the cartoon. I had stuff <laughs> planned for it, but then finding out that Tom Puppet was getting a special screening with a special menu, I'm like, oh fuck that. We're gonna we're gonna do that. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it later. Yeah, we'll do it later. I do want to play that game. Yeah. Um. So. We just we were we were lucky to be able to do this at exactly the right time in such a perfect way, and like yeah we went to eat ramen, and then we went to go see the movie about ramen, and then we made some ramen. And Cam, I want to know what your experience making ramen was like. Yeah, so I um, as soon as you mentioned that we were gonna do this, I was talking about this at work too. I was like. Well, whenever we're doing a cooking episode, I can't let anyone one up me because I cook every day at work. So <laughs> yeah. that would just be like insulting to me or like i really half-assed it so i was like all right i'll fucking do the 12 hour pork broth (laughs) i'm gonna fucking do it and then um i didn't want to so i didn't think anybody was gonna do the 12 hour pork i actually didn't i ran out of time honestly because i would need to be literally home all day i was like all right if i go to the grocery store and i'm back in one minute then i can finish this at midnight (laughs) it's like oh i didn't know it took this long (laughs) so um I was looking into ways to half-ass or rush that. I found like a four-hour one using a pressure cooker, which I have. They don't have a quick broth situation? <laughs> yeah, they do. It's uh, chicken stock. <laughs> um, and then I... Wait until you hear what I did. It's, 
is that? <laughs> uh, I need a straight constructive, but yeah. I, I doctored it up a little Same. bit. But um, the so the pressure cooker one that I was like, all right, if, I guess I could do that one. And then I ended up, uh, Dad's who I made these with, I was like, she was like, well, why don't we just make a different kind of ramen? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, we did uh, uh, miso ramen, which I well, had never really been a big fan of miso soup. But well, did you do white miso or do you red miso? We did red. Okay, that's what I did. Because wanted it a little bit, you know, taste a little bit different than just kind of mm-hmm. broth. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I wanted it to be spicy, and I had the chili oil that I used to use to make peppercorn, mm-hmm. which is like a spicy, savory popcorn that I used to make. And then, but I put that in there, and it wasn't very spicy at all. So it ended up just being plain miso ramen. I didn't add anything to make it too spicy. Yeah, spicy. I, I don't know why, but I think don't you do you do chili oil like after everything's done? Yeah, right. So it like floats on end? top, I yeah. guess. I, don't, I think. I don't know. I don't know yeah. though. You do chili, I don't know if cooking oil. it off I makes put, it not spicy. I, I put chili sure. oil in my broth as well, but it didn't come out until I put some in after everything. Like it's one of the things that you add. Like I did. Chili. I did put mine on top. I'll yeah. show you the the okay. bowl I made mm-hmm. yesterday as leftovers. I put a lot of chili oil in it. It just didn't really. Um, wow. Maybe really it's just the miso-y is like too too much. Or just the thing I used wasn't very spicy. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of just a savory like umami taste. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah, roasted yeah. garlic pepper flake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see what else did I do. I wanted to do pork belly because mm-hmm. I knew that was good. But I was also worried about cost. But we went to the a local um, Asian mart and they had it for like eight dollars a bunch of slices of pork belly and it was That's actually great. it was actually really good. But uh, what else did I do? I did. Desiree wanted to do corn, so we did corn, which I didn't know was like a typical ramen yeah, ingredient. Yeah, I'm kind of skeptical of just on, throwing corn. In I ramen. saw it. In it all a, depends on the region I mean, it's in of here. Japan you're in. Yeah, like it, there are. I like corn. Yeah, I don't know. We're, those guys put corn on like pizza. So. I don't yeah, like. I we're such a we're so corned up as yeah, Americans. Yeah. I really resent yeah. it. I think anytime I, I see I it anywhere, the same way, Alex. Yeah. I was like, even if it's the most authentic thing, I do not want. I don't corn care on. if they do it over there. We do it over here. <laughs> the problem is, I, I do like corn a lot. So yeah, no, yeah. put some corn sense. on there. Um, I should pull up the picture, but hold on one second. Cam's phone is on the charger about three feet from where he's sitting. Oh, okay, so I'm back. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Now I'm looking up the picture of it so I can remember what we put in it. Oh, yeah. A bunch of uh, scallion in there. Mm. And then uh, we did a, a quick, like, marinated soft-boiled egg. So this was actually super simple. I thought this would be a lot more work, maybe because I was looking at recipes for 12-hour ramen. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it was just like saute the the garlic and ginger, and then you add the miso paste in there. Oh, we sauteed it in sesame oil because I've been really, in, as I yeah. said at dinner, very, you know, stupidly, I'm really into sesame right now. But I, it's I have good. been. It's super good. Uh, and the the ramen we had at dinner was was had the, the first course was like a toasted sesame smashed cucumber you remember that yeah it was that was really good, really good. That was and so i was like sauce. i gotta do sesame on this bad boy so sauteed that and yeah and a bunch of scallions sauteed that in um with the miso paste and then i did just add a quart of chicken stock to it yeah that's pretty much how my broth went too. i didn't know like that's i was like when i saw the recipe <laughs> you posted it was like chicken stock and i was like that can't be right that's like the, in the movie and in the other stuff I watched, the broth is so important 
But I guess that's you know when you're really so, making it from yes. stock. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like well, it, the thing, yeah. When they're when in the movie and like you know if you had a restaurant or you, let's say you were a homemaker and you could do this all day, yeah, and then you you could make it perfect. Mm-hmm. You could have the perfect aromatics. You, you could have your carcass. Dump, your you could dump pig's feet and chicken feet and a leek into this broth and have it ready twelve hours later. I guess also yeah. making. Like a real stock, you do cook it for that long. Yeah. So I guess it's just like, you know, making a quick one, you're just going to use. That's the next mm-hmm. easiest thing. Um, I also did put a leak in there. That was that was good. Yeah. Um, you really shouldn't have leaks in your pot. <laughs> I try to make that joke every yeah. time. It works. Yeah. No one ever cares. <laughs> I love saying, careful, there's a leak in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Dan's taking a leak. Uh, but uh, yeah, then we I got the noodles. I cooked those separately real quickly. Dead Des did that. They came out good. Did you, uh, the recipe that I used specifically was like as a tip, you um, hard boil your egg or you, you boil your egg and then you keep that water boiling and then throw the noodles oh, right in there. Oh, smart. So that, that's no, a little bit of an optimization that. tip. Sure After you cook your egg. That's pretty smart. I had, I had them all going at the same time. Like I was yeah. fucking, you know, three pots on the stove. Like, yeah, I had two very unnecessary yeah. uh, looking back on it. Yeah, I think we might have started over, which probably was not ideal. But um, yeah, it's, I sauteed some corn and some oyster mushrooms and put that on there. The, the pork belly, I should have, I did this the second time. I dipped it in the liquid for my soy egg and then pan fried it mm-hmm. because when I initially did it the first time i just pan fried it and it was good but it just tasted like pork like there was no other flavor to it at all so i think i should marinate it next time mm-hmm. if i'm going to do anything with it again did you get the the feeling like were you were you feeling the love putting into your putting into your own dish uh, it just felt too simple i but mm-hmm. it came out really good it mm-hmm. like it, i was impressed with how it like simply you, the miso changes it and like doing the sesame oil and like just changing some slight ingredients it was like a pretty basic cooking process but it was really really good and like the broth i i was the most surprised with how not just chicken stocky it tastes doing the miso paste and that's the, what uh, i was the most like. worried about because i'm Me like, too. okay i was like i'm, I'm using taste like... i'm using chicken stock in my broth i want to put a ton of other shit in here because i cannot i cannot have this bowl in front of me and have it tasting like chicken noodle soup. It will drive me completely Yeah, that's insane. exactly what I was worried yeah. about. I was like, oh, well, fuck. I just did all this work and spent $30 and it tastes like like Can't less work. salty <laughs> instant ramen with a bunch of shit on it. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I think I, when we had made it, I was like, oh, next time I'm going to do this differently, this differently, this differently. And I think if you have all this stuff on hand, it does keep for a while. Maybe like the veggies, you got to get fresh. Like mm-hmm. you can't just keep leeks and like. But, like, the sesame oil is not going to go bad. The miso paste, I'm pretty sure, would last a long time. I don't really know for sure. And then pork belly, you could just buy and use, you know, to your discretion. But I didn't do, like, an egg you should have in soy sauce to do the, the soy egg. I didn't do menma because I'm not crazy about men, uh, menma. Bamboo. Um, bamboo shoots. Cam's not, not into it. I'm not, I just don't like I don't like the texture or I haven't had it done right. Emily and I are both crazy about it. I, lo- I love to have the bamboo. In the yeah? Room. Yeah. <clears throat> like when we were watching the movie, the 
there's a part where she's remembering all the orders that mm-hmm. people come and put in, and one guy was like, "And pile on the menma," and I'm like, "This guy's a freak. No one would ever, <laughs> no one ever order that." He's a <laughs> Once I found out what it is, it just sounds crazy to be having a t- more than usual of that on there. Uh, but it was great. I I had the leftover the next day. It was delicious and reheat the broth. Just you know, pour it over the kind of the cold noodles, and it was it was excellent. Pan fried some more uh, pork belly. It was great. Good, good time. Definitely going to cook it again. Great for a... Just got to figure out how to make it hotter and marinate the pork belly next time, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, Seb, I want to hear about your ramen journey. I know I, you... Huh? Yeah, I, yeah, your ramen journey. No, what were you going to say? You know I what? Uh, I know that you didn't have quite as much time as everyone else no, this week. No, um... I haven't. You didn't, you didn't marinate for twelve hours, like also none of us. No. Um, and <laughs> like, actually, like also we also didn't do any of that. I just so I just want you to know that nobody is going to one up you in terms of like, yeah, you know, I took an entire day to do this. Yeah, and... I had an entire day and I still didn't do it. I know. Um, so I I honestly wasn't even thinking about what I was going to do for ramen until Sunday when I got my wires crossed and I thought that having the ramen dinner. On Sunday, negated needing to make the ramen. (laughs) You didn't make someone else make it by ordering it. So my thing was like, my thing was I thought the whole idea was to have ramen, have good ramen, and not necessarily to make it. Um, which was why I thought on Sunday that that would negate it, and then you were like, no, you have to make it. And I was like, oh shit, now I got to think about that. And I already went grocery shopping. Um, But what? Uh, Well, I mean, like. Having good ramen is also a great companion experience with a movie, but it doesn't leave as much to talk about. The no. experience of yeah. eating a bowl of ramen isn't so much in terms of... I think of... it's about the same. <laughs> I mean, the, the three-course meal we had at Nana's. All were I think we had a lot. valuable experiences, yeah. yes. I think. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to do a pork katsu, and I forgot until I got home from the grocery store. But mm. it would have been more work anyway, so I'm glad I didn't. Can you still do that with just the pork belly you got? Or do you need like, no, a, you need like, like a pork chop or a pork loin? Like a cutlet, yeah, some sort of... Pork cutlet. That yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's the right term anyway. But yeah, so uh, Nick has been mentioning a ramen-making episode for a long time, and I have a book called Ramentopia that's a real ramen cookbook. Mm, it's and, in the um, center of our table. Yeah, right it's, yeah it's, it's quite good, um, but I just didn't have time to do... Like, a lot of the stuff in there is really time-consuming. It teaches you how to make the broth. It teaches you, you know, how to make eggs that take four to five uh, hours in the um, fridge to properly make the soy eggs. Like, that's, like, doing stuff properly. And then I remembered that Bank had this awful cookbook. <laughs> um, I, I, I hesitate to even call it a cookbook. And it's just called Ramen Noodle Recipes. And it is full of things that just replace whatever they have as their carb or their starch with ramen. And then, you know, there's normal ramen recipes in there, in there too, but it only calls for instant ramen packets. It doesn't want you to actually use it real ramen. It presupposes a world where no other type of ramen exists. Yeah, and it's kind of racist <laughs> too. Like every, like half of the um, recipes just say Asian noodle brownie or oriental I'm sorry. soup or something like that. I thought you were going to say um, they had desune at the end of all Seb, of <laughs> Seb brought in one of these horrible recipes for all of us to sample before the record. Yeah. I didn't realize it was on the cover. Yeah. This is one of the ones that they recommend. <laughs> yeah. It's visually striking. It certainly is visually striking. It struck fear into my heart when I opened <laughs> yeah, up the my stomach. stomach. Yeah. yeah um, Bink had this laying around while we were living together. And uh, we always joked about actually making these recipes. And I was like, wait, 
this is the perfect opportunity it's the to only actually opportunity. do this. Yeah, it's the only opportunity that, that this is ever going to get used. Um, and you know, she had she didn't have it because she was ever going to use it. She she somebody bought it for her as like a joke gift, and she was like, "This is insane. I have to keep this. This is I too so love ridiculous. to buy things that people are forced to have in their house. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our greatest pastimes. Um, but yeah, so I uh, for for my actual ramen, I didn't actually make any recipes and honestly i kind of phoned it in but it was kind of a challenge like oh can i make something on the cheap for with stuff that i already have in my house i don't um, know that seems pretty good yeah you well, had miso paste in your house i had um I like had miso powder <laughs> yeah i had like a miso soup powder oh, um, so, it, so i had you know you just mix it into like some boiling water huh. um so that i had aka miso and that also came with uh tofu and green onion in it and oh. seaweed in it um, and then Meat, I all things that are good in ramen. Yep, and I already had um, sheets of nori um, from making uh, rice balls, and also I sometimes put that in. Like, I'll make um, egg on rice for myself, and I have furikake that I just haven't Tasty. made myself. Yep, um, and then uh, nori that I put on there. So I just had nori. Um, I had eggs. I had um, what else I put on there? Uh, I had corn. Um, yeah, so I just like used mostly stuff that I had, and then I just got because I was going to make these awful tacos. Um, <laughs> I, um, I I just got some uh, instant ramen packets, um, and so I didn't use proper ramen noodles. But this was kind of like a, a like if you look at it, it looks like good real ramen mm -hmm. on on the surface. Had um, me fooled, huh? So it had me fooled. Yeah. Um, but how, how did it taste? It was all right. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it was it's better than eating just the salty ramen packet. Like I did, I threw away the ramen packet. I kind of wish instead of doing the miso, I had better than bouillon um, in my house. Um, so I could have made like a chicken broth, mm -hmm. but um, I used the miso because that seemed like appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and then I put sesame seeds because I just had sesame seeds. Gotta have some sesame seeds. Yeah, um, white and black. Um, wow, multicultural, multicolored sesame <laughs> seeds. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, it was okay. Um, and it's, it didn't take long to make either. I had to microwave up the corn. The corn was, uh, canned. It's been oh. sitting, yeah, it's been sitting in my, uh, like there was a time where I was like, I need to eat more vegetables. And then I bought a bunch of cans and stuff. Canned and I, corn? <laughs> we, we, we call that America's trick. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah corn um, doesn't count as a vegetable actually. Fun fact. Corn isn't a vegetable? No. It's a kernel. It's barely anything. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's more like a bi a very inefficient biofuel for a truck <laughs> uh -huh. than it is. You could pour it in your car. <laughs> yeah. It's yummy, though. It is um, yummy. Yeah. Anyways, Can't deny that. I mean, yeah, so I had a bunch of, like, canned vegetables that I never ate um, because they're not good. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, boy, are they cheap. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say That's about this, this ramen noodle book. Is like I think it's masquerading as, like, a... A value like to use these things instead of it's like what you would use recipes. it on. But it's also like then buy all this recipes. other stuff and put it in there. So it's like you're not yeah. really saving that much money. Yeah. But it's stuff know. that you can buy on the cheap. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff in the fancy ramen book is like fancy stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was worried about because I mean, we're all in a money crunch right now, but I was like, oh, I do want to put Nori in mine, but I was like, I, or I could not. <laughs> I could save five dollars or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just already had the nori. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. It was it was better than just eating the ramen with with the chicken packet. 
Um, and then I got my not veggies and I got nori and, and you know, stuff like that. I didn't put any meat in it cause I didn't have any proper meat. I have deli meat that would not be good. Oh, that would have been a, a <laughs> sin. Throwing sure. a yeah. slice of turkey on the top. Yeah. <laughs> That's really when um, you get down to like budget masquerading is, yeah. as like full as real creativity. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's yeah, never mind. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, it, it made me feel like I was eating better than I actually was. Um, and you know, I, I would probably upgrade some of the recipe or, or some of the ingredients and then it would probably be pretty good. Like, I think the main thing might've been the noodles because, um, real ramen noodles are delicious. I have. The ones from a packet are dry and the, the only packet I could buy of the real Japanese style noodle gave me a shitload of them. So if you would like some real ramen noodles, you can take them. I bought four thinking that I would want, want like get four servings out of it. And I, I've already gotten two servings out of, I've gotten three of like probably four servings out of two. Like yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, I have double the noodles that I used. I used, yeah, yeah, I, used, I used two bundles and there's like eight bundles in the bag. I got <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can freeze them. So yeah. But yeah, if, if I upgraded some of my ingredients a, a little bit, it, it isn't oh, that no. hard if you're not I, I if you're yeah. not doing like the twelve hour broth or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just dump a bunch of shit in there if you're not looking for something like really fancy. Um. So then I also made something from this awful cookbook. Oh, I made boy, these. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure whether I even want to keep the audio of us eating it from the beginning because it's really just no no unwrap, get rid of it unwrapping, no, unwrapping horrible crunchy tinfoil and then. Or aluminum foil, rather, and then like groaning. <laughs> yeah. Inspired by iCarly, these were ramen tacos. Right? Yeah, they were spaghetti ramen tacos, and it—I I don't know what the goal was here. What they were thinking either. when they made this <laughs> recipe, but it's um, hard shell tacos uh-huh. with ramen noodles that have uh, marinara sauce and mozzarella and cheddar cheese and tomato on top. <laughs> And it's not good. Oh, and by the time we ate them, um, my the tacos were getting soggy, so that didn't help. But um, I ate my whole one out of spite because I made them, and I'm like, damned if this food is all going to waste. They got this; these guys can waste theirs, but I'm gonna eat my whole thing. I know. I, I no, I don't. I don't mind. I didn't. I did not we intend done. for them to be good, and I'm okay. not offended. <laughs> In fact, I think it's. Funny I'm glad you didn't were... spend any money on these. Oh I no! Hope. Like I, I spent money. I already had the marinara sauce. I, uh, I just bought the ramen packets and the um, taco shells. That's it. And they're, they're, that's not. And that's on the cheap. I that's think good. If you made your own taco shells. <laughs> they would have been great. Would have been awesome. But yeah, no, I, I think it's funny that they were as terrible as I expected them to be. <laughs> the, it's just like, the surely texture. they could be like a little better, but yeah, no, definitely The not. texture was crazy. Yeah. Like, it was just all the same texture. It was like biting into just yeah, like... Yeah, like carb on carb with yeah. like one type of tomato and another type of tomato. And crazy all town, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for humoring me. <laughs> no problem. We all tried it. Yeah, yeah. we did. No, um, So... Uh, I went on my own little ramen adventure. There is a there is an Asian market that is right down the road from me, and Emily was. I, I said I was going to go there for this episode, and Emily was swearing up and down. She's like, I don't think they've ever been open, like ever. Like I, I don't. I like. I like. I think that maybe that's like a, a sign, an old sign. Wait, the one I, aside, uh, across, like right next to Gus's. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. No, 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 not Gus's. Um, Mr. G's is next to Mr. G's. Oh yeah, 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 Mr. G's. Yeah, um, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I bet and, he stands uh, for Gus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, all right, I have to go there. And if it turns out that it's not real, I'll just go over the bridge to the Groton <laughs> one that I know is real. Uh, and so I, I go in there and I had a bunch of recipes that I had been looking at for ramen. But I, the, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to let what I can find determine what ramen I make. I'll look at it. Cam has covered up the ramen cook. (laughs) (laughs) It's distracting. The bad ramen cook. I can still taste it. I'm um, sorry. No, not really. When I see the picture, I can do it. I don't want to look at it. So, uh, yeah, I looked up a bunch of recipes, and I'm like, Okay, not doing a twelve-hour ramen. I'm, I'm, what's like a what's like a one-hour ramen recipe? Like a, like you know, starting from there. What can I do with that? And I was looking up. I, I knew I kind of wanted to do a a shoyu ramen because I wasn't going to be able to make a tonkatsu ramen where I like got the bo- pig bones and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, what is shoyu? What, what uh, shoyu is, is just like a, a a type of soy sauce, but usually it's like a shoyu chicken ramen. Why don't you show him? Yeah, I was trying to get there. I really didn't want to do it, though. Show, show me. <laughs> show you, don't tell. So, yeah, yeah. show you, Robin, okay, okay. is uh, it's like just like a name for the type of soy sauce that you use in, in ramen. Mm. And uh, I already had like the, the, the Japanese soy sauce at home for that. So I didn't have to worry about getting soy sauce. But uh, this uh, Asian grocery store was... It seemed like they were in the process of clearing everything out. Most of the shelves were empty. They oh, had they're like always two, like that. Yeah, they had two full. They had two full shelves. They have always been like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, now I know. Uh, I had never been in there before this time, um, and I was able to get like you know the the right kind of noodles. I was able to get the right kind of like uh, of a Japanese style noodle. I was kind of waffling on whether I wanted to do that or soba, but I couldn't find a good soba recipe that I that was also hot. All the soba recipes for some reason yeah. were cold. It's a cold. Uh, well, that's food. yeah, that's the style of it. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't I know. Wish well, the that's soba just how it is. Warm, but maybe it's I've had the mm. wrong soba. Yeah, they heated it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> last time I had soba, they actually did a soba um, entree at uh, work last week, which surprised me. Oh, like, wow. yeah, it was. I hadn't planned on eating it. I thought you were going to say it. something crazy like it. it was the special at the shack or something. No. <laughs> I, I hadn't like, planned on getting it. I didn't even know they were having it, but I forgot my lunch that day, and I went down there, and they were like, we've got, um, like, tonkats. Did they put the noodles soba. down the water slide? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> uh, That's real. <laughs> so uh, I was also able to get, I was also able to get uh, mirin. Uh, yeah, I use, I was trying to remember what that ingredient was. I oh, also yeah. use I use that as well, uh, like rice wine or whatever they cook. It's with. like a sweet sake, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I it's was neat. able to get mirin. I was able to get oyster sauce, which I did not have. Mm. Um, I already had uh, chili oil, and I got sesame oil, even though I already had it at home because I forgot. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, I'll buy that off you. I need some. I had to, <laughs> I had to borrow this. You want another bottle of sesame Just oil? Just don't reset. Don't upsell me on it. <laughs> Trying to make a profit on it. <laughs> oh, he's the only one who has it. <laughs> Where else are you gonna go? Um, and uh, it's—I mean, I could obviously get this at any place, but I also just—they had a nice little uh, fresh station with onions and ginger, and uh, I was able to get some. Uh, I had nice, to buy way too much ginger. A nice finger of I'm ginger for the broth. I'm never way. gonna use it. <laughs> so. Uh, I was using, uh, you know, better than bouillon chicken to make the the, the broth. And to make, you know, to make the stock that I would use to make the broth. And 
I went and I got some bamboo shoots because I wasn't a whole 100% sure what the difference between Menma and regular bamboo shoots was, which I would find out during the process, and oh. I didn't do that correctly. But um, They're marinated. Well, yes, yeah. they're marinated, but then you cook them on top of that. You, like, mm-hmm. you like pan fry them, yeah. and they're nice. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have them crunchy even without putting them in ramen, but I'm like, these go in the soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> Silly American. I, I, mis- I misremembered what the purpose of the Menma was. Um <laughs> So, uh, I was terrified of a couple of things while I was making this. First, um, I had I, I got stuck at work for a little while after um, on the day that I was going to make this. So, uh, Emily politely asked, like, "Hey, is there anything you need uh, for this?" And I, I had already gone grocery shopping the previous day and got went to the Asian grocery store and got the stuff that I mentioned. And I also got some uh, some scallions and uh, the the stuff I would need for the soy egg. Which you know isn't that much. You just need like the, the yeah. You just need and egg, soy. mirin, sugar, uh, soy sauce, uh, and like yeah, it's not it's not super complicated. But um, I was like, oh shit, uh, you know what would be perfect with this is some sake. And so I sent uh, Emily to the liquor store. And she came back with sake, but also like. Uh, a six pack of these like Mike's hard lemonade like eight percent like peach uh, drinks or whatever (laughs) that rocks (laughs) and uh also an absolutely disgusting drink I'm trying to remember I was I convinced her not to drink it it's called Coors Light no (laughs) no it was like a it was like a raspberry mudslide or something like a Uh, horrible sounding bottled cocktail uh, that I was just like do not not drink that that it's not ramenade no it's not ramenade okay uh, it was like this was something that I looked at and I'm like that is a one way ticket to Puke Town. Do not drink that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she was my sauced sous chef uh, <laughs> through the entire process, uh, and she got the uh, not the most expensive bottle of sake, but definitely one with a fancier looking bottle. With like the All right. I said, uh, she said, what makes it like good sake? I'm like I have no idea. So get. Whichever one has the most kanji on it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the most sense. Japanese. Yeah. And um, uh, so I, I start on the broth and I, like I'm, I'm making the chicken stock and I am terrified of two things. Uh, fear number one is that this is just going to come out like chicken soup. Like I, I am like, I do not want this to just be like a really roundabout way of making chicken noodle soup. That you is going to be soup. <laughs> yeah, I have invented soup. I was going to I made expensive about. regular soup. Yeah. And the other thing I was afraid of is that I grated a lot of ginger into the stock. I'm like, oh no, is this just going to be like a, a ginger soup? But the long uh, boiling process for the, the stock actually did help. So I, I, th- I, t- I threw ginger in there. I threw the whites of the scallions in there. I threw um, oyster sauce, sesame oil, and uh, mirin, and a little bit of sake, even though the mirin and the sake pretty much do the same thing. I got the sake, so I might as well, right? So uh, Sometimes yeah. I even put it in the <laughs> Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then some soy sauce. And then, because I am very dumb, uh, the bamboo as well also went in the broth. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Right? How, how I long was, did you broth your broth for? Yeah. I broth my broth for like almost 40 minutes. Oh, whoa. Yeah, like a long time. Nice. Like I wanted to cook it for a long time. Broth I wanted to have a lot of time to like, because I'm thinking like the longer, probably the, the better. And most, like obviously I'm not going to be able to do 12 hours or whatever. But like I want a long time for all the shit that I poured in there to do. And, you know, I was, as, I was worried about those things I was saying. But over time, 
the kitchen began to smell not like chicken soup and like actually started to smell like hey you know this wow. scene this is pretty yeah. good this that's is like, how we like, felt like, too we're like hey all right so uh then once it starts to get like close to when i think the the broth is going to be done uh i start on the noodles and i i start doing the eggs so i'm like because i know i'm not going to have enough time to soak these eggs the way i should where i'm like doing them in the fridge and everything like that i after soft boiling the eggs i uh have them in a pan that i'm and i'm like ladling the the cooked uh soy sauce mixture over the egg uh to get it just right and i have five eggs that i'm doing this to and while i'm doing that i asked emily like hey can you drain the noodles they're just about done and then like you know i'll run cold water over them and she says yes sure and while she was drunk, she, yes, she, she thought was, that she that man eat all no, the noodles, no, 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 no. right? Hold on. <laughs> Pour the noodles she, out. She made save a mistake the water. that I absolutely could have made myself, which is she was holding the pot to drain the noodles. She's holding them over the sink. She's dumping the water out. Oh and the lid comes undone on the pot, and she just dumps all the noodles right oh, into the garbage. Just you didn't have a strainer. Oh. So, it's so fun. You didn't use well, a strainer? Well, okay, look. And then so she accidentally the, turned the garbage just the, well, the, the cap, The cap of the, the pan that she had like clips on. It has like a strainer oh, in okay. there. So that's why she was doing it that way. It just wasn't a fix all the way. And it was just such a like slapstick comedy moment of like, all the noodles directly yeah, we, into the noodle <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you plug your sink, you pour the broth in the sink. <laughs> Fuck it, there's a couple of forks and knives there. That'll be good. Well, that's but, not bad. You no, it's not bad at all because noodles yeah. are quick. Like yeah. the, especially these kinds of noodles, they're they're nice and thin. They only take like three minutes or whatever to, yeah. to cook, and then you then you run them through cold water. So it was fine. It was just a really funny thing to happen. So was I had the to bring bamboo it obliterated because it, no, it boiled it like, for 12, 40 yeah, minutes? Yeah, it, it boiled for a long time, but like it was still fine. And they were still crunchy, like not like totally crunchy, but uh, they, they soaked in the broth and were good, mm. but they they didn't taste like they were supposed to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to be like a crunchy element that is on top of the ramen as opposed to something that is like just in the broth. But... I didn't have a main protein outside of the the eggs, the soy eggs, which came out perfect. And my unfortunate realization, I wasn't following a specific recipe. I was like mishmashing a bunch of recipes together based on what I could find. And I didn't put enough of all the shit I was talking about into the broth. The broth came out a little bland. Did you uh, but, like season with salt after? Well, yeah, but, or, okay. but the, the thing, the real problem was just that I think I didn't use all those like aromatics and all those other things that I was putting in the broth. I needed to add more of them to scale up for the amount of broth mm. I was making. And I just didn't do that. It, it was it was good, but in the end, it was like, uh, it was just a little too bland. But this was solved by uh, putting either, like after everything was uh, plated up, you either put a little bit of oyster sauce in there, or if you're me, you put sriracha in there, and that jazzed it right up. It made it perfect. Go. That was exactly what I needed, and it just totally turned it from a dish. I was like, oh, my God, did I spend all this time on a failure? Into, no, no, actually, this is perfect. It's, like, exactly what I wanted. Good. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. I did feel the magic. Most, the thing that I felt the most doing this, doing it this time was I felt the experimentation and like, cause I, I'd never done this before. I was like, okay, let me try something. And I'm like afraid, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? I also like, wasn't tasting it as I was going, which I should have been doing. I was just like, I was kind of judging by smell. I'm like, does this smell good now? Does it smell like does chicken? It does it smell, smell like, like does it smell like Romany? And I, I, it took a while for it to get to that point where it did smell Romany. And I'm, I'm happy with how this turned out. And, uh, you know, 
uh, I st- even though we like lost an entire serving of noodles, I still had a shitload of noodles left over. So I was all right. And I got to have it for lunch today. Your garbage disposal got to enjoy the noodles. Yeah, it's the garbage it's, disposal was fine. There's, okay. you know, not, that's was, like what it's yeah. That's, that's exactly what it's supposed to do. Uh, right? I, and I don't like garbage disposals because they get crummy and you gotta. They're too easy to use. No, because they they smell if you don't clean them out. But we haven't had to clean them out in ours. Doesn't smell. Mine smells, but mine is probably far older than yours <laughs> and is in a shitty apartment with no ventilation. That might have something to do with it. <laughs> Just pour some mouthwash down the drain. Yeah, yeah no, I I, I get stuff for it, but <laughs> it's I don't, starving. I don't like it. so. <laughs> it's so hungry. <laughs> The garbage uh, disposal. So <laughs> I'm happy with how this turned out. I had leftovers for lunch today, and it was it was still good. Um, the I think the real star in this case was the soy egg. The soy egg turned out just perfect. So I was curious about this because I did I, I did leftovers on mine, mm-hmm. but I don't. How do you? Because I stored it all separately. Yes. Like I had the noodles already made, but in a separate container. I was like. The, I was curious just leaving okay. the broth here, in my fridge covered, and I'm like, is that here you're supposed to do it? Here's but what not? I did. I yeah. took the broth and I heated it up for like a long while in the microwave. Uh, and yeah. then I heated up the uh, noodles and egg for not nearly as long, like just a little bit to get them warm. And <clears> then I dumped the broth over the yeah. uh, other stuff so to get it kind of how I wanted it. When I, I did leftovers and yesterday then I the scallions, of course. to get rid of the rest of my stuff, but I basically had my... Broth still in the pot that I cooked it in, mm-hmm. covered and in my fridge. Uh, and then I took that out, threw it on low heat, and then just put everything in there for a little while. And it was like, okay, that's how you, that's ramen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I only warmed up, the, I boiled the broth and just poured it over everything else. Yeah, that was, that, that's that was probably, good. it w- definitely was too hot just throwing <laughs> everything in there. I had to let it cool out. And then that well, would cook your noodles more, too. Yeah, what was your did. ramen experience like, Alex? Uh... It was interesting. Um, you had I, some good-looking mushrooms in there. In the yeah, pictures, so. I picked out a recipe um, and uh, didn't end up using it. I used a different <laughs> recipe. Um, the one that I looked at didn't. I don't think it had a protein in there. I think it had eggs, but it didn't have like I wanted to do. I think I would have liked this more if I did pork, but I didn't want to go buy pork. Like I had chicken, so mm-hmm. I just used chicken. Um, but I, it was an interesting recipe. It was like mostly. Uh, I kind of prepared the broth the same way that Cam described. Um, I threw in some mushrooms also along at the beginning of the process. It, it called for way too many shiitake mushrooms, I think. Uh, but I don't know if they meant to just like have you leave a lot of those in the broth for flavor or pour them all into the bowl also. Or was it supposed to be like five servings or something it was two servings but i did still have two bowls yeah. it, it was a lot of mushrooms yeah um but it was good i didn't i didn't mind the mushrooms that much but it was like the bulk of i also don't have huge bowls so i was like pouring it in there i'm like there's so much shit in here and there's not enough room for any anywhere any of it to go anywhere yeah i definitely wish i had bigger bowls i just had like a cereal bowl basically but yeah, I had the I had the broth simmer, simmering, and I tried to get everything going at the same time. I tried to like, kind of, because there were three separate deals. Like the recipe was split up very nicely. It was like for the broth, do this; for the chicken, do this; and for the egg part, do this. So I tried to like start with the broth. I had that going, and since I had to leave it on the burner for like twenty minutes or whatever, uh, I got that situated, and then I went for the chicken, which. Uh, 
I haven't really done before. Like they wanted you to brown it in the pan and then finish it in the oven, which is something I've maybe never done with meat before, but I guess most people do uh, yeah. in recipes. But um, so I did that and you know, I browned it up, threw it in the oven on bake for like 15 minutes or something. Um, I burnt the shit out of my finger pulling it out, of course. <laughs> uh, but uh, then I did the egg, and then, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I finished the noodles in my boiling water afterwards, uh, and then it all kind of came together. There wasn't wasn't a ton of downtime. The chicken was done. At what point before did, everything did it else. smell like ramen? This is something that I'm kind <laughs> of I'm kind of uh, like. Hinging on it, like talking. To I everyone. used I put the broth in well because I I started the broth with my sesame oil. I had ginger and I had um, garlic in there, uh, so that was like the start. And then I had some other bullshit I threw some mirin, some other bullshit I threw in there. But it was uh, like already kind of the consistent like right right when I put the broth in it it kind of was already there. I don't know. Yeah, because the broth is just like the body of it, I guess. Yeah. If you're doing it this way, like you're you're basically just flavoring the chicken broth, I guess. Yeah. Which is, you know, an uh, easy I mean, way to do something. That's how soup goes, right? Wow. That's how that soup is goes. How soup. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I, I had it all come together in a way that was pretty satisfying. The broth was probably the best part. My I was a little bummed but about the chicken. I think I prepared it all right, but I just wasn't as wasn't flavorful there. as if I had done pork or something else. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be marinated. That that was yeah. the same problem I ran into. So you're just searing it, then it's just protein. Yeah, That's it's all just it is. in there. Yeah. And yeah. it caught some of the flavoring of the broth, but it was like I would have had to let it soak for a little longer just to like. Mm. Mm. But um, I also like had my fucking did not get a nice good clean cut on that i had some gnarly looking slices of chicken <laughs> but um and then i wanted to the, the skin was still on so i wanted to try and keep some of the skin because that's where a lot of the flavor is but it just kind of separated and then i had to just throw it in the <laughs> in the bottom yeah um the it ended up turning out okay i don't know if i would do this again though mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like if you not were going a to ton... make your own ramen do you think you would try something different or you just wouldn't try this again? i don't I think try i making ramen again i this is a weird point in the episodes to talk about this, but I'm uh, like a little bit of a ramen skeptic. I, I'm like not oh. super into it personally. Uh, I will eat it. It is all right, but it is not a go-to for me at all. Oh, you're weeb cred. Oh. <laughs> when, when I was in middle school and me and my friends were all starting to be weebs, um, for some reason at the time, even though instant noodles had been a staple for poor college students or just when you didn't have any money in America and the rest of the world for decades right for some reason me and my friends at the time were like ramen that's japanese whoa and i'd never had ramen before now did this so, have anything to do with the fact that uh, a character named after ramen uh naruto is like uh, going crazy on the ramen right around uh, this he's time, not or... named after the ramen okay. he's named after the fish i know right? you put in the ramen huh? no no it had nothing to do with that it was more like oh ramen is japanese and i'd never actually had ramen before. i meant to buy some so of it was... i forgot to do it though oh yeah um but it was like an exciting thing. When you get to fish cake, do you get it in like a big ramen. Bowl you slice off? I think it's like I think so. cookie dough. It's like the yeah. fake cookie dough. Cylinder. Yeah, like the Pillsbury. Do you know the answer to No, that? I was actually going to open up the podcast by being like, what is that thing? <laughs> but yeah, I guess it is just like a, a dough. I think you do slice it out like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't have a negative experience with this, but I, I just would not 
go through all, like it wasn't a, t- a ton of trouble but i wouldn't do this for what i got out of yeah, it yeah i mean that's and i don't know if i could to do me. that much better <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. well uh now that you've heard our ramen journeys we are going to uh, take a brief break and then we are going to come back to talk about uh the film all about ramen journeys uh 1985's tom popo Marishan, a name your family knows and can trust for quality and great tasting ramen noodle soups. Now there's a more recent name in the family, yakisoba. What's a yakisoba? It's classic Japanese style stir fry noodles. Yakisoba comes in a variety of flavors and cooks in four minutes. Now that's Marishan quality. Marishan ramen noodle soups and yakisoba. Look in your grocer's ramen noodle soup section. Doesn't make yeah, sense just me. the destination and the look that I meant. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, sorry for bringing that up right back before, <laughs> All right. before we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Uh, the show where we do something different every single week. And this week we watched Tempopo, the 1985 uh, Japanese noodle western directed by Juzo Itami. Wow. Now, um, this was my episode. This is a movie that I saw last year, I want to say, maybe a little, maybe even before that. Uh, on my quest to see more and more movies that has been like just like kind of snowballing over time this was one that I kept seeing good reviews for and it has it's been popular even outside of the bubble of people who just watch Japanese films because it's like a really fucking good movie (laughs) like it it has a ton of critical acclaim for a reason Um, and I just like it sounded really interesting like a lot of times when I'm looking up uh, critically acclaimed movies They'll fall into categories. So many good movies are about, for example, the making of film, or they are about a sad guy. They are about (laughs) specifically a crime, and it's Mm. like those aren't bad topics for a movie. They're they're very good topics for a movie, which is why people use them all the time. But I had never seen, you know, uh, spicing up a failing ramen shop uh, as a like as a as a film topic before and that made me want to choose this out of the pick of movies that i had like you know put on my watch list it's also kind of an easy shot making a movie about making movies is because like you know the audience likes movies already because uh-huh. they're at a movie <laughs> yeah. so you know it's like a know. guarantee yeah, yeah. Like, no, the audience the audience is already bought in this guy's like oh it's about fucking movies i'm out <laughs> i fucking hate movies well it's cam like, bro, you know what even people like even more than movies eating Fuck what yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like to eat. So uh, I threw this movie on, and it was Emily and I. And Emily's always very skeptical when I'm showing her something that yeah. I haven't seen before for good reason. We're all like that, too. Yes. And, and I, do this to, <laughs> I do this to these guys as well. I'm like, here's a movie that I haven't seen before, but I've heard is good. And sometimes it's not a hit. It's really only happened bold. like 
a couple times maybe mm-hmm. and we just shit on you all the time for <laughs> yeah oh well, it's a it's a brave move like you yeah. said it's it's you, a you're, dangerous you're, move to yeah. do. yeah it's like one or two times you've done that and we're like yeah. nick always putting on the fucking shitty movie yeah, yeah. More than that, but that's okay yeah that's right <laughs> i'm uh Always putting on cinema pervertedness. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is that racist? Should I cut that? It's racist to the French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I toss this on, of course, and Emily uh, Emily's very skeptical of it. The movie immediately starts in a weird fourth wall breaking way, showing a movie theater yeah. and... Uh, oh, yeah. A white suit yakuza coated guy walking to the front, having a table carried over to him like it's Goodfellas, yeah. and like somebody grating pepper over salmon for him, and he's like, "Oh, you're at the movies too, huh? What you eating?" <laughs> you know what I hate is when somebody is eating something really loud in the theater, and then the guy starts crunching potato chips behind him, and uh, they're spicy. He's, yeah, uh, he like I goes I've over. Ever seen potato chips served at a movie theater? Yeah, that yeah. must yeah. be a, probably yeah, for a good reason. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, probably, probably because of this exact thing. But mm-hmm. like, it takes you in with that fourth wall breaking aside, telling you to like, you know, uh, first of immediately connecting the movie to food, being like, oh, you're at the movies, you're watching this movie, huh? What are you eating yeah, while you're you watching must it? Be eating. <laughs> yeah, you got to be eating something while you're watching well, it, home, I, which is like we definitely ah. mentioned it in the first segment, but we all got to see this in a movie theater. Yes, like, yeah, it's a second or second run screening of this. Mm-hmm. So that like X that really sold the mm-hmm. that bit for me. I yeah, think. yeah. I, if you were watching honestly, this at home, it would have been, been not as effective. It would have been less cool. I honestly, was... I thought it was something that like before seeing him again in the movie, I thought it was something that was spliced in. That <laughs> I was thought it was a pre-roll, something... maybe too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 some sort of like preview type yeah. of thing. And then you know the movie starts in a in a really incredible way, showing like a black and white shot of uh, like pouring rain in a truck driving through the pouring rain and then cutting to two people in a ramen shop. And it's like a student and a master. And the master is telling the student how to eat ramen. Not even how to, not how to cook it yet. We're not even there yet. Just how to eat it. And then it zooms out to show us that, you know, this is uh, two guys in a, in a long haul truck. Like just uh, one is reading a book that he bought to the other to like you know pass the time while they're driving yeah Goro but the problem <laughs> goro and gun goro Gun-Gun. in the cowboy hat and gun reading the book to him uh and the problem is the the book is about ramen and it's making them hungry so they have to they have to stop somewhere and eat uh and that brings us to uh tampopo's ramen shop uh where the plot gets kicked off by a not particularly very good bowl of ramen and a bar fight that gets taken outside into the pouring rain where our hero gets his ass kicked yeah um and then it, it like, after Goro and Gun tell uh, Tampopo that her ramen isn't especially good, she reveals, like, look, this was my husband's ramen shop. He <laughs> died. what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play me. I'm yeah. bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, this is my husband's ramen shop. He died. I've been trying to make it work, but I don't know how to make it work. And I'm trying to do this and raise my son at the same time. You guys seem to know what you're talking about. Please help me. I'll give you all the pickles you want. And... Uh, <laughs> And they decide in their spare time to help out Tampopo, and that's where the movie goes from there. The movie takes several digressions with other characters yeah, and, and little skits. side stories along the time. <laughs> yeah, skits, skits yeah. which we I'm sure we will mention all yeah. of them or almost all of them throughout our talk. Some about connected the to the plot, some just for fun, just yes. like little things. I mean, they all connect to the theme. Yeah, we're, oh yeah, we're getting into the theme, you know, getting joy where you can, and really like 
enjoying the food and how much the food means to life and your experience of life. And when I watched this movie for the first time, I was blown away by how much I loved it. I instantly like knew I'm like, oh, this is a five star movie. This is one of my favorite movies I've like ever watched. The experience of it was so different from other movies I had seen and special, like genuinely special. And uh, I knew that I had wanted to make you guys watch it. I thought that maybe one night I would just sit down and put it on with all of us together. But I was like, well, we would have to have eaten ramen beforehand. Otherwise, everyone would kill yeah, me. you'd really have to. <laughs> yeah. Tight control on. Yeah. Like, we have to make sure we eat ramen first. Yeah. And... because And it, as we already mentioned, we don't trust Nick to put on something <laughs> yeah. anyway. So if we had all this buildup. The only like, way this could have gone. I yeah. Think. It was a, a true blessing that this was playing at the theater. It was, mm. it was so good to see this in a movie theater. I also feel like... Um, most of the time I feel like movies with with subtitles Mm -hmm. I would rather watch in like by myself or in a place where people have to shut up so that I can actually read them but if we're like hanging out and watching a movie a lot of time we'll want to be talking Mm -hmm. yeah totally so the four of us and uh, Desiree uh, all got to uh, enjoy this in a theater that made it extra special. And this was my, only my second time watching the movie. I own a nice Criterion Blu-ray wow, of this movie. I figured you would have watched the nice Criterion Blu-ray. Well, I had been saving it because I thought I was going to watch it with people. Okay. Uh, but then we went and saw it in the theater. So now I'm just going to watch it with commentary on or whatever. Yeah, we got special features on that bad boy. Yeah, we, we, we do special have special features, features on that bad boy. Unfortunately, the director Ramen could not be reached for comment because he was allegedly killed by the Yakuza. Well, wow. Still probably well, story, got him he on. was definitely killed. Killed, but of the by the Yakuza part is the alleged part. <laughs> what was it? He was thrown off the thrown off a parking garage. Yeah. Maybe For... he couldn't find his car because <laughs> his next movie was like about the yeah. Yakuza. In 1992, he made a movie called Minbo or the Sub- Subtle Art of Japanese Extortion, which is about uh, a hotel manager trying to get the Yakuza to stop staying at a hotel so that it can attract more powerful foreign clients. Fuck, it sounds so good, too. Yeah. <laughs> I saved two of his other movies I want to check out later yeah, on, on my watch Yeah, there's one list. about a grocery store manager, and there's one called The Funeral that is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he made he only made a couple of movies, but his, his director's career was cut short by him being thrown off a parking garage. But he, is, <laughs> but he That'll do it. Uh, this one truly stands the Real. test of time. This is a movie from 85 that feels like relevant and important and yeah. powerful well, it's to a, me. such a universal theme yes like culturally but also it's timeless like mm-hmm. it's a it's an idea that will resonate as long as people still eat food which i'm hoping and we'll make it for on. each yeah. other yeah. <laughs> yeah food will always be important to being alive so yeah. the more you can put into it and think about it you will get more out of it because it will always be part of your life cam i I'm gotta sorry, know what you thought about I, a resident chef what did you think of i have so little and so much to say about this movie mm. but first i need to, to mention yeah, i talk, have to talk about we gotta this. talk about it we gotta, get this, we gotta get this out right I'm away i'm usually very like let's just talk about the thing that we did that our outside experiences may are not interesting maybe to other people but this it was Maybe the worst movie-going experience I've had, and I loved this movie. Five stars, loved it. It was amazing. But we saw this at a, a, a rep screening. Is that what you call that? Yeah. Like a, so. I say second run, but that's not. Second that's not what that repertory is. screening. Yeah, because it. I don't know. Whatever. Because it wasn't doing a run around, you know, yeah. other theaters. Yeah, but it's not they're currently. They're trying to get it in for award season. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm bold. I'm definitely not on the academy. I think Tepopo <laughs> might get our best picture this year. Hey, yeah. But depending on how good the new I'm dude is. <laughs> oh, yeah. the old dude. The old dude might beat it out. The old dude. Old dude. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, anyway. Okay. So we saw this, um, and I was being really anal about getting to the theater on time, and then we went to the the pre-movie 
uh, themed dinner menu and i was like oh we're like the only people here having it we saw one other table a couple people get the ramen but i was like okay it was like three people i calmed down i was like all right it's not gonna be a pack screening we get there tons of people flooding into the theater right before this this is a really tiny theater it's It's a smaller theater theater. and it's worth mentioning for anyone who's not familiar with it uh, this is not one of those theaters where you get to pick your seats beforehand. So no, have, it like you used to have to do. This is what you we had call to go the, get good uh, seats. Coliseum style seating, where, uh, <laughs> where you have to fight in a coliseum to get the seat that you want. Yeah. So luckily, we we ended up in the front r- or the almost front row, which in this theater isn't that bad. Um, the seats are like kind of normal movie theater seats, so they're mm-hmm. a little bit uncomfortable. But none of that was the issue. The issue was. It was, for some reason, a packed house. I know this is, like, a loved movie, but the, the clientele was so strange. It was all, like, older people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fucking guy, two rows behind us, as soon as the movie starts... No, I think they were right behind us. I think it, it was it, the three people who were at Nancy. Yeah. It was um, the people who were at Nancy. The important part is they were behind us, and yeah. they were fucking loud. I feel like it was just one guy who was it really, was, really loud. Yeah, one guy that was directly behind me was really loud and then his friend who was you like... sure he wasn't two rows behind you? It was crazy town. He was laughing so hard at every single thing that even resembled a joke in the movie. And right from the beginning, it starts with that cool... It's a funny movie. It's a hilarious it's movie. that funny. And that <laughs> opening that kind of funny, is like the sure. guy in the movie is talking to you and he's laughing like really hard and I'm like... Oh, this is strange. He'll have to stop at some point. And no. not even just the laughing was the problem. He would have a huge wet cough after yeah. every time <laughs> yeah. he laughed. And he laughed at every fucking joke. So, like, the beginning of the movie starts out with etiquette of what not to do at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. There's a, a Yakuza Kota guy, like, grabbing people by the tie and shaking them, saying, Be quiet. I'm watching a movie. Stop eating your popcorn loud. Stop talking. What, what else does he complain about? I don't uh, really people remember. Crinkling their chip bags. People crinkling their chip bags. At no, po- at no point does he say, don't laugh and cough extremely <laughs> I loud. I probably should have put that he in there. He should put it yeah. in. I couldn't believe that this guy was not thinking at all, like, oh, maybe I should, like... Well, it's the, it's the Garfield image. It's the, I wonder who that's for. <laughs> yes, it's crazy time. Yeah. He, was, he was coughing enough when laughing that Cam went out and got us all masks. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick, had Nick already, already had one. Yeah. But, but I was just like, I knew oh, my God. <laughs> you invited him. <laughs> That's why he was right behind us. But um, it was, it was just it was part of the episode. He's going to so... come in right now. <laughs> and I brought him here today. <laughs> it was just, luckily this movie was great because it would have been so unbelievably distracting if this was not a subtitled movie for one, I think, because I could just read it. I wasn't worried about like not missing any dialogue or mm-hmm. anything. It, it was... It was terrible. I mean, the guy was enjoying himself, which at least is good. He wasn't talking but to the screen like Homestar Runner. As, as we, yeah. Um, as, as we were talking you know, about we afterwards, we weren't sure if he was enjoying it for the right reasons. We were, like, yeah. I felt like he was laughing at it because it. he didn't know what was a joke and what wasn't because it was, it's Japanese and yeah. Japanese is funny. It very much felt like any tiny cultural difference would get like a giant laugh out of him. Yeah. yeah. Which and was there very... weren't even that many. Like the, the most that was different was the fact that, you know, ramen shop are a staple and they're kind of run differently than mm-hmm. you know a, a mom and pop restaurant here and maybe like the um the lunch conference scene mm-hmm. just the type of etiquette yes. like, th- those and were the only the the big things there yeah. 
There were cultural differences. Like every time someone was slurping noodles, like which is like a normal. Well, it is thing. funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But like, I think things were yeah. meant yes, to there be. There are lots like, of jokes in this movie. Like they subtly the funny. Yeah. Funny, and he he was so loud. Incredibly loud. There are loud. also scenes that are so not meant to be funny. Oh like, yeah, there, he was laughing at the heartfelt. Like there there was yes. he was waiting for them to finish the broth, right? And uh-huh. it was kind of a tense moment. Mm-hmm. And he was laughing so loud. Yeah, at that. in a drawn out, like triumphant, like end, like finale of and the, the movie. Music scene. is so good in that scene. Yeah, and he's just like gonna and die behind. And even if it's kind of laughing. funny that they're in the situation where she's, it's tense. That yeah, she's and that's like the important the thing. But that's yeah. the fucking but movie not, you bought a ticket to, yeah, it's dude. Not like, like a laugh out loud thing. Yeah. Um. Th- fuck. I had something else right, I want yeah, to say about we this. Can't. Uh, I'm giving us one more minute on the clock. All right. Yeah. Okay. I had one more thing, and now now I'm losing it. Oh, when we got up to leave. The guy, yes. his friend was that like, that was riotous. Yeah. And I just wanted to. <laughs> that's, that's like about the same amount. <laughs> just yeah. multiply that by 60 and it'll figure it out. <laughs> there we go. So, Oh, yeah. So I remembered. So um, the fucking, what I got from it was like, he thought, he had seen the movie before and he thought that nobody else was going to think it was funny or something. So he had to like. Oh. Really I don't know. I don't know. I, You're that, I, this guy I was. I think he was drunk. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. God damn. <laughs> he I don't might know. Have been drunk. I think he wanted to like show that how much he liked the movie to happy. everybody he else. He understood the movie so much yes. that it was really funny. That's what I was getting at. I am happy that people enjoyed so. one of my favorite films, Tom Popo, but I wish he hadn't enjoyed it so I much. wish he had died in the middle of the movie. I'm going to him off the parking garage. Yeah. God damn. Like, like I said, luckily this movie was amazing because that would have ruined any other movie to me. Yeah, the, the clients were, were mostly older, uh, wealthy people who live in and around Watch who Hill and have to money to donate theater, right? to the movie. I did think yeah, it was yeah, very I mean, funny how they all reacted like a middle school classroom when a nipple got shown. That was, <laughs> all right, there we go. Okay, don't worry about the fucking time, guy. Time, time. All right, I'm hoping so, that picked up all right. I think it picked up excellently. Um, I love this movie. I Obviously, I love food. I It's... Food is like been important to me before I started working in kitchens, and that's why I started working in kitchens because I I like to cook. I think it's fun. So people who are really passionate about food, I like to see and hear from that. I think it's much more interesting to hear from someone who, and this is definitely picked up in the culture in general. Is like I don't really care about fine dining. I want to hear about the guy who's been selling French fries on the street for forty years of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, be like, you know how you get the really good crunch? You fry them twice. The bugs make like, it good. Yeah, the bugs <laughs> make it good. And you're like, I knew it was the this bugs. guy's it's a fucking like, genius. It always is the bugs. <laughs> you gotta boil your hot dogs. Like, wow, that guy's wrong, but he loves doing it. <laughs> and like the dirty water and stuff. Yeah. Like that is always fascinating. Like the YouTube channel Munchies and stuff will go into like. I haven't watched People who these have done this. plates in 30 years. Yeah. And the clientele is like, you better never wash these plates. <laughs> I get the bumper sticker. And dirty like, plates. <laughs> He's got dirty plates on his knuckles. <laughs> um, but like, uh, it's... It's great to hear about people who love food. And this movie is just like completely about... Every scene is about how important food is from... Fine dining to low lower end dining of just mm-hmm. like food is life and you know you need it to live so why not enjoy it and why not take the pleasure where you can get it yeah um, and like you don't have to be a master chef to enjoy food and you can learn from the people who 
really love it and have been doing it their whole lives. And I, but a and bunch I've, of bums on the street could also just as well give you the knowledge you <laughs> Yeah. And um just this is just one of the most effective comedies I've seen in such a long time. Like I love like like airplane and like naked gun scenes like movies comedies that are not so narrative based that are just like hey let's do a hundred jokes about airplanes how many jokes can we do yeah (laughs) and uh like it didn't feel too stuck in its age and i'm I'm kind of skeptical of watching like foreign comedies sometimes because i think culture has a great impact on like what people think are Mm -hmm. is funny like you know like like you know japanese comments uh comedies based on the culture, like Japanese culture and British comedy is bad. And (laughs) so it was, I was really impressed with how all of these jokes came across. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I did, like, there were some maybe that I needed to have explained a little bit more. Like I kept looking up the thing about boiling the the broth and every recipe I looked up said to boil the the broth. So I don't know if that was something that's gone out of fashion or... I don't know if it's a different type of broth I or something. Part of I think it's probably like part of the methodology. Yeah, I think, I think it's different. To... The difference between people who care way too much about this shit and yeah. the people who like because you know functionally boiling the broth is fine, but boiling the broth like to uh, to, to get it at a specific temperature and skimming off the top and making sure that like and like you know when he's I think, when, yeah uh, keeping it hot enough just so it doesn't not letting boil, it get yeah. cloudy it was like an, an yeah yeah. And uh, talking uh, right in the first scene where uh, Goro is training Tampopo and like he's having Gun act as the pretend customer. He's like, what's he doing? He's drinking the broth. He shouldn't be able to do that yet. It should be too yeah, hot for him to drink. Yeah, it should be too hot for him to drink it. I also think that uh, going back to my my earlier thoughts about like um, like the right and wrong way to do things, mm-hmm. I people scoff at like, oh, this restaurant tells me how to eat my food. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. this is... Please do, yeah, actually. It's, yeah. it's yeah. good to do that, uh-huh. I think. And like knowing tell me what to order too yeah i mean sure put ketchup on your hot dog if you want or whatever but i think it's important for like they're not try they're not gatekeeping it's like they're telling you how to get the most how they want you to enjoy the the most business for 50 years if they made a bad hot dog that's like like, one of of our favorite spots only bill has like signs up that's like no ketchup zone like you cannot ask for a weenie with ketchup they will not do it for you because the best Weenie you can get there does not have ketchup. Yeah, and, but if you um, go with a kid and the kid asks for ketchup, they'll razz him a little bit, but then they'll give him the fucking ketchup. Yeah, yeah they kill him. And like, yeah. Oh, and then they'll kill him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, right, after this entire long journey of like uh, trying to make this perfect ramen shop and Tempopo is finding success, she still only has two items on the menu. Yeah. You have the Tempopo ramen, the, the, you know, the scallion special ramen, and then you have a tonkatsu ramen with the pork Mm -hmm. that's like after all of this after this entire journey it wasn't about how to make every type of ramen it was about how to make something nice and special that works for you yeah Mm -hmm. um but all the little sketches were so funny i found pretty much all of them like hilarious that my if i had to pick one which um you know I always complain about just describing scenes in movies that we talk about. I think that we are going. This it is. Okay. You kind of have to. Yeah. So I'll try and I'll limit myself to one. But my favorite one was they're eating in this ramen place, and um, this nurse brings an old guy in and sits him <laughs> down, and is like, "I have to go to the store. 
don't get the ramen and the fish yeah. cakes. Yeah, or whatever. don't get the soba noodles and, and don't get yeah, don't get because you remember what happened to you last time. Yes. And then she leaves and they're all sitting next to him and then the the guy comes over to take his order and he orders just that and they're <laughs> they all like stop eating and they like look at each other and they're like, <laughs> What's this guy doing? Because he's behind yeah. a like a, a screen. What do you yeah. call it? A partition or basically whatever. Basically like a, a side room, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he's That's in like, like his own private yeah, dining room. Yeah, a lot of wall, but yeah, it's a lot for of privacy in smaller areas. For, yeah. It's a partition. Yeah, it's it's for like and the this high is customer. all communicated like silently. Like our main characters, Gun Goro and Tampopo, are all sitting next to each other, eating this ramen, but they are they not have, talking. They have the the um, sensei with them. Oh yes, and, and, and oh, the yes. sensei, the yeah, professor, yeah. as they call him. They uh, they pick up like an entourage. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a so, great uh, building the team yeah. montage. I mean, that's what the whole movie's about, yeah. I guess. But like. And it's also done, I think, in one shot, too. So you just get to see the slow burn of, like, he orders the food. Sides. It's like, yeah. why can't they get worried about, food? why they, can't they, they he eat it? Why is he ordering it? Why, you know, what that, happened to him last time? Because first, they don't say think, what like, it is. It's like, oh, does his blood pressure get too high? Is this like a yeah, cholesterol thing? Yeah, I was thinking it's like, thing? it is exactly that. It's yeah. like your heart meds or, yeah. You, yeah. You'll, yeah. You'll but it turns out that he loves it so much that he eats too fast and almost dies and apparently <laughs> yeah, this happens to him all the he time chokes <laughs> which and like in a very good physical comedy scene uh, goro and gun like grab him and hold him upside down while uh, <laughs> yes. uh tom popo and the and the uh, waitress from earlier get a like shop vac to vacuum yes. the, uh, oh my the, god the, we were the, joking about how it was sticky, i think you should leave like, hot dog yeah. the, the sticky soba out of his throat and because they save his life, uh, they uh, he like offers to help them on their ramen journey. Yeah, it's so funny, and the slow like nature of how it slowly unravels, and the mystery of why and he every can't time order he it. stops slurping, they like they they go back to their own food. But then when he goes back to loudly eating, they're like they like peek around the corner a little bit, like is this guy okay? What's yeah, going on? they're all really invested in why he's doing this. I just <laughs> yeah. thought it was so mm-hmm. funny. It's a good running into a weird guy story. Yeah, like, the like, nosy nose. Not all something that couldn't happen to you in real life. Yes. Like you could be next at another table uh-huh. and have something insane like that happen. Like, My job is that lady's job of saying you can't have this because yes. you'll choke. Because <laughs> you'll choke. <laughs> remember, remember that you can't have this because you'll choke. But if he does ask for it, I have to give it to him because you know he's got his and own it, rights. It's morbid and and not you know necessarily the right thing. But it's as Nick said earlier. It's like what are you willing to do to enjoy? How important is food to you? Will yes. you eat this? Even though it might kill you, yeah, and I, should you be allowed to do that, maybe? I, uh, I wrote this in a in a little review I wrote for the movie. I didn't write one the first time I, I watched this movie, but I was thinking about it a lot after viewing it this time, like having a second viewing to really sink in and seeing it all uh, with you guys after having the nice dinner and everything. And I was thinking about all the old guys in this movie, and the old guys in this movie, <laughs> there are there are quite a few of them, but they all kind of have a running theme of like they know, like at, at the end of this life or having lived a long life. It's like, what is important to them? They are all doing... None of them are having any moderation. They're all like, well, I know what's <laughs> That's important. That's why you see I, fat all old guys end up yeah. being a little bit fat. Because yeah. they're just like, fuck it's like, it. Okay. I'm going like, to eat what I want to eat. It, it's like thinking about it in a certain way. It, it's like, I know that what's important in life is to get the joy where I can. Like a guy who is homeless because with the funny side story of... Uh, his his wife and his assistant took over the OBGYN cl- clinic from him. Yeah, like they they Bizarre. had a hostile takeover behind his back while he was yeah. obsessed with cooking ramen. Yeah, uh, and huge laugh from that guy when they said OBGYN. Yeah, he, yeah. Loved that. he thought that was hysterical. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. 
Can you imagine? Uh, like this guy, you know, he's talking about like what what makes the the noodles important, and like the the old guy who's running a scam where he's pretending to be the professor, uh, he's conning a guy into buying him Peking duck. And his last his words to the cop before he gets arrested are, "Wait, hold on, let me finish the Peking duck." Oh, like yeah. he's like, you know, running this scam is fun, but what's actually nice is getting treated to a good, expensive dinner. Yeah. And then the, this guy that we were just talking about, who is specifically told, "Hey, you might choke and die if you order this yeah. again." He's like, "Well, I, well, I came here to get the, the soap." And she's noodles, not right? like, "Don't eat it so fast this time." She's yeah. like, "I know you're gonna do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, please do not order this." <laughs> But yeah, I, I loved it so much. I think it has an incredible, incredible ending too, which I'm not sure if we should talk about it or not. No, we can but, talk about it. Because I mean, like, it was it was amazing. It yeah. was really, really good. I feel like yeah. learning about what happens in this movie is not... It doesn't take away yeah, from the movie Because the all, experience yeah. of watching it is getting everything all together. Like I feel like the comedic moments still hit. The emotional moments still hit. I had already seen this movie. I knew everything that was going to happen in it. And it still affected me just as much as when I had watched it for the first time. So funny. I loved it. Um, Great movie. Yeah. Uh, Seb, I want to know what you thought of the movie Tom Popo. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I wasn't sure what to think about it at first. Like, well, I wasn't sure really what what it was. I didn't really look anything up. And um, for some reason, I had it stuck in my head that this was an older movie. Mm -hmm. And when you said it was about... Oh, ramen Some shop. I thought it was white. gonna be. It's yeah, gonna I thought it was gonna be dusty. black and white. Gonna speak a different language. And then of course it opens on a on a truck in black and white with the fucking samurai style <laughs> titles, and you're yeah. like, oh, another old bullshit movie. Nick's making me watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I I thought it was gonna be older, and I thought it was gonna be more more of a, a drama bullshit. and not not like a comedy because mm-hmm. I didn't look anything up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like. Uh, really surprised really pleasantly surprised about not not that i wouldn't have liked like a black and white drama but you can talk shit like <laughs> I, I like your jimbo and i like you know stuff like that um but uh yeah it, it was really i liked the format it was a very different format where even though there kind of was a climax it didn't really follow the hero's journey that, that we see in Western media mm-hmm. a lot. Um, it, it's kind of a anthology with all these skits interspersed in between. Um, so you don't necessarily get tired of watching the ramen shop. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I really would have gotten tired of, of watching the ramen shop, but I, I think he knew that there wasn't... Thinking about this from an executive notes kind of way... Can you imagine like a note coming back like they're eating ramen in every scene? Like, should they Do be doing something else in any scene? <laughs> yeah, like doing doing something that is almost entirely in like a tiny what? How big is that place? Like yeah. ten by yeah. 10 they do a good job box. filming inside this oh, space. Yeah. Like they really do kind of get you right in a tiny ramen shop space, mm-hmm. really in like a crowded space. One of my favorite shots in this whole movie is shot from the perspective of the inside of a tiny ramen stall that's near a train station. And then when yeah. when the train comes in and everyone gets off the train, you kind of see the customers like crowd yeah. around. Oh, yeah. It's really well framed. From mm-hmm. behind, like you're, you're seeing this from like, I guess where the back wall of the kitchen of this ramen stall would be. And, and it, it's great restaurant stuff too, because it's like, oh fuck, it's raining. The train's coming in. We're gonna mm-hmm. get fucking killed. Like there's a bunch and, of people. And that scene, like here. the thing that Goro is trying to teach Tampopo in that scene, he's like, watch how he remembers what everyone ordered. And yeah. then it's like, she's like, I don't need help with that. I already, I like. Yeah, she yeah that's the part she's really good at. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, a great turn on that scene. Uh-huh. It's, it's but really, I, yeah. I feel like if if we had ninety minutes of the same, the inside of the same tiny ramen shop, mm-hmm. uh, it would get right. boring but so that's why i like them branching out and and 
telling other stories about food as well. Like I think my my favorite one was the grocery store one yeah. where there's a woman. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just talking. It, it's kind. Of, it's a joke about you go to the grocery store and you see people handling the fucking food all over the place. <laughs> and you know, everybody does that with their produce. They're like, all right, is this cucumber good or whatever? It, yeah. If the yeah, cucumber's but, not squishy, you don't want to buy it. Or maybe it's the other way around. I think it might be the other <laughs> way around. If you can crush it, then that's good, and you buy the one next to it. If it, cr- <laughs> if it crumbles in your hands, it's good. I mean, it's the one next to it, so I need to buy it. So you get an old lady fucking Metal Gear Solid stealthing her way into this grocery that was, store. That was yeah, such anyway, a good yeah. scene. And it, like, she takes this peach and she just shoves her thumbs into it in this real, really obscene way. And then the grocer sees her and starts going after her. And then It's obscene. She, it's also maybe the most sexual shot in the movie, too. Yeah. In a yeah. movie that has a lot of competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even talked about the Yakuza guy coming back. Yeah, that was um, unbelievable. But yeah, she, she drops the peach. She runs through the store just picking shit up bread produce brie, anything the, that's, brie, the, that's maybe the most violent she's like poking at the brie with her fingers yeah. while being pursued by the the owner i assume the yeah. proprietor yeah, yeah the grocer yeah he's he's even got like the little um i don't know what these are called on his um yeah the band the little the, bands the on his sleeves band, yeah. yeah uh so he's pursuing her and then like kind of like tracking her by looking at the food she's touched um but yeah it, eventually <laughs> Um, he catches her and like hits her with a fly swatter. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, it's one thing if you go in and you see the damage she's done in the store, but unless you catch her literally in the act, mm-hmm. you can't kick her out. Yeah, because she's got plausible deniability. And it's done with no dialogue, maybe even no music, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think yeah, there's music it's, either. It's almost silent. It's very like, understated. It's really unsettling, and like you feel like this late the way the lady makes eye contact with the guy. Is, she, it makes her seem like an alien. Like, yeah, this she's is just, all like, she wants to do. She doesn't like... want to buy the food. She just wants to squish it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, w- that was really fun. Um, there's another one with a guy who's got an infected tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he can't eat. He mm-hmm. can't eat sweets. He can't, you know, do anything. So he goes to the dentist. And uh, that scene was, like, kind of hard for me to watch. Oh, yeah. I like, I don't care about going to the brutal. dentist. I'm fine with mm-hmm. the dentist being in my mouth and everything. But, like, watching it mm-hmm. and and watching that scene, I was kind of wigged out. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't normally have, have to have work like that done on my teeth either. When I had to um, have some work done on my teeth, this is years ago before I had seen Tempopo, but I was th- <laughs> I was thinking about this, like, I had a tooth that was bothering me and it took me a while to get an appointment at the dentist Mm. and they were able to fix it without pulling it in a way that made me very, very happy. And the first thing I did, like the first thing I ate after that was a BLT with really crunchy bacon on it. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most perfect sandwich I had ever had because for months I had had to chew things on the other side of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to control how I was chewing things now. And it was like Freedom. so fully nice. utilized. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. So this guy immediately goes out and gets an ice cream because they told him to eat something yeah. soft. And this kid comes up. Oh, man. Oh, that was kid, so cute. This kid. Though, though at the at the time I was like, what if he has an allergy or or some Who kind of like diabetes or something like that? He can't have that. And she, he's got like a cardboard sign where his mom has written, "He only eats natural foods. Please do not give him any sweets. Do not do it." Which is got, another good like 
what does this mean moment because yeah. it means this kid has been asking everyone for like yeah. candy and yeah. stuff yeah. or people are always giving he's him coming candy. Home with it all the yeah. time. Yeah. He's got like a carrot like around his neck yeah. like yeah. on a on a string. Or he's somehow obtaining his food like he's buying it or stealing it or something. Yeah. It's so funny. It makes me think of like when people will have a sign around cats that's like he's already been fed do not yeah, listen do not to him. Yeah. He's a liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so so the guy is like Oh, this kid needs this ice cream more than I do, and uh, just gives yeah. it to him, and That's he's so just like, "Whoa, ice cream!" and just slowly eats it in this uncomfortable, disgusting way yeah, that it's children a really eat food good in. Close up. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love all the skits in this, and I, I love also um, our main characters. I like Goro so much. Um, he's He is a ramen cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had only... So the only thing I did look up about this movie was the poster, mm-hmm. and there was a cowboy in it, and that was like... <laughs> there was just a, a... It was like a newer poster, um, like illustrated thing, and he just... He had a cowboy hat. So we were at Nana's, and I got a drink called the Cosmic Cowboy, and I was like, "This works because there's yeah. a cowboy in the movie." And, and Nick goes, "Yes, there is a ramen cowboy." <laughs> um, Lots of stuff. And critically, it, I think I think it's like kind of great that he's not a chef himself. He like he's no, just an he just appreciates ramen yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. They do meet the chefs later on, like the the people who are the experts in different uh, cooking fields. Yeah, and it does end up being a, a western because he completely just man with the no with with no names it out of there yeah like he yeah. comes in he fixes this the shop even though he's in love with tom popo they make a little bit of a uh. deal about that and then she gets her shop fixed up it's great everybody loves it and then he gets out of he's there he smiles out of there he smiles and gets out of there, and, and the, the ending gag is really funny because it's just a bunch of different types of ending shots. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones where you, like, tip your hat or mm-hmm. you, you say goodbye or he, like, another guy, like, runs after the truck or mm-hmm. he, like, nods at the guy. Um, and then they show the, the truck going down the highway, and it's got a couple of, like, ox horns on the top. Yeah, very and, cool. Which is really, really steed. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is um, a, a truck driver as cowboy is kind of a trope, like a minor trope. I don't see it a ton, but it is something. It is like that's how you do a modern cowboy yeah, story. Yeah, they're yes. they're you know they're the, bringing the goods nomadic. to where they need to go. Yeah, yeah they are yeah. nomadic. Like that's cowboy. it's a trope that I really like. I I brought this up after we had walked out of the theater, but um, another movie I love, Big Trouble in Little China, also does this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that movie is even less about cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great movie. Oh, um, one more skit I liked what was the um, the lunch conference one where they have their oh, little yeah. that um, was awesome. their servant boy who comes with them who's who's not really supposed to be he's supposed to be seen and not heard. Yeah, he's there to carry the briefcases. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they all get these menus that only have French on them, and I think only like one of the executives can read French. So the rest of them, both out of like politeness, not wanting to be disruptive and because they don't want to admit they can't uh, read French, all get the same thing. Yeah, very funnily, one by one, get the exact same one. Yeah, and you can tell they and don't read like French. it's like a low, low class order. Like he gets a Heineken at a French restaurant, which is, is strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you, you can tell they don't re- read French because one of them, um, so they, they offer super salad um, or... Uh, like you can get it without either and it's like a campagna or something yeah um or pa campagna um and one of them says i'll try it pa campagna like i'm like yeah 
no, that's not like he. Oh, he I thinks didn't even that, get that yeah, joke. He he thinks that it is part of the meal rather than yeah. No oh, super that's salad. like a, that's something that you can get. Yeah, I thought the like, style. Is style. Yeah. yeah, is the is it a joke that they they're offered super salad and then they say I'll have the consomme? Is that oh, a yeah, joke at all, or yeah. is it? Um, is that just like how would they you would you would order the soup instead of saying soup? Because no, they all say consomme. So consomme were... is no side. I, I figured. Oh really? Yeah. I think isn't consomme soup? I don't know. I doesn't no matter. Idea. Don't matter. Oh, consomme don't is Google it. Sam, no, do not to. Google it. To. Don't <laughs> do it. Consomme is soup. You can't oh, tell is? us okay. about it either. So I all think right. that's just a joke on like that because they don't know the first the guy thing. says consomme, they yeah. all have to say yeah. when they could just say, oh, I'll I, have the soup. Yeah, they don't know what it means. A kind of like underrated beat or like one of my favorite beats on that whole uh, uh, sketch is that the last they do this for like four guys. The yeah. last guy is like, I ju- I'll just get what they're having. He <laughs> yeah, doesn't run through all every yeah, single detail. All of them go through it one by it. one as if they're coming up with this, this themselves. It's yeah. a really good part of the joke. Yeah, but then their their valet, um, the the kid who has Aaron kind, boy. yeah, he has kind of a lisp, um, and yeah. he he knows French, and he's asking questions about the menu, and he's like, oh right, isn't that this? And they're like, oh yes, yes, that's this. And, and the guy keeps checking him. Trained here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his he's like boss other... is kicking him. He's going red in the face. You're embarrassing us. You can speak French, and we can't. You know what all this and, stuff is, you know. and we don't. But also, you're just not following the, you know. Yeah, and he's making a big You're showing up the the executive. The polite thing to do would be to get the dog shit order that these guys got. (laughs) Yeah, and that's just such a a Japanese thing is the hierarchy and the business etiquette. Even if they're wrong, you follow them into the pits of hell. Yeah, the thing that's great about that is like the only use of like one of the only uses of really out there editing in the movie is they color grade all the guys' faces to be <laughs> yeah. red. So yeah, weird and funny. Yeah. Because the only time they do that, which makes it stand it's out like even more. like a cut to gag of all yeah. them being incredibly red in the face and embarrassed. When it's we're great. going back to uh, Tom Popo's story, after being on a little side diversion, a lot of times they'll do like an iris out like it's a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which like I Star love. Wars. Yeah. yeah. It's silly. <laughs> but yeah, re- really great. And we haven't even touched like half the skits yet, mm-hmm. it seems like. And we haven't even talked about the Yakuza guy. But, yeah. yeah, I don't um, want to ruin it for anyone who's going to watch. Yeah. Not that it would, but it's, you know, yeah. there's some warn surprises. Them about the Yakuza guy with the food fetish. Nah, who cares? But, okay. It was fun. Good surprise. Yeah. Weird. All right, Alex. Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. Um, we talked through a lot of it. I One of the bits I did want to touch on, I think the, the cowboy thing is really good and funny. I think any any kind of movie, I, I like it when they play with cowboy tropes like that because it's it's both funny in that it's like a different, a different putting that into a different cultural angle and getting to like just apply it to something that like 1985 Japan. It's like, there. why is there a cowboy guy here? It's just a funny, absurd thing anyway. Yeah, um, it takes what you already know about a genre, and then you don't have to say anything is, more. You just is, like it's like those other movies. Yeah, yeah. It it is kind of one of those weird circular things where Yojimbo started that kind of guy, and then um, yeah, that's true. Samurai movies inspired cowboy movies, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they did they went the other way. <laughs> yeah, loops back around. Yeah, and then they did um. Oh, Yojimbo. Said we watched it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, look it up. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Woo. Nice. Yeah. All right. So yeah, nice and then, then it goes to fistful of dollars, and then it circles back around into Japanese cinema again, which is yeah. the same thing we see with like American cartoons, anime, American cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it was interesting to like I I liked our main character wearing a cowboy hat the whole time, and not like he's 
kind of like a like he's a little bit valiant. He's kind of a he- hero, but he's not like that good. Like it's it's a very interesting for him as a character because he wants to do good by Tempopo. He wants to mm-hmm. make their ramen shop work out. But um, we see him get into two fights in this movie, and uh, they eventually show payoff that he's pretty good at fighting. But the first time you're like, oh, this guy's uh, got his ass kicked. Yeah, he's not a superhero. Like, if five yeah. guys try to beat him up in the rain, he is going to lose. The important yeah. thing is that he stood up for what he stood for, not yeah, that he yeah. won the fight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he has a cute scene with the kid afterwards where, yeah. the, where kid's the kid's like, like, you're so brave. And he's like, I got my ass kicked. And the kid's like, well, it wasn't, well. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it wasn't fair. Yeah, you took it well, it wasn't fair. Good bit. Um, and then he you know, tells the kid who's been beat up by three kids at once um, that you're, he, he tries to make the kid uh, realize that he's brave too because yeah. he also lost an unfair fight. Yeah. I think um, I like kind of the middle stretch of this movie the most, maybe, where they're, like, getting uh, the gang together. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're getting their experts in the field together. They're, as soon as they decide they want to do this, they say, okay, we need to get Sensei, our ramen expert. Mm-hmm. And then... It, the There's cast to the diversion to the, like, kind of the vagrants who are so wonderful like yeah. such a pleasant empathetic de- depiction of being homeless that a, you don't normally get it's oh, a good yeah. way to put it i expected a, a movie of this vintage to be a little bit uh harsher on that um mm-hmm. generally even movies like <laughs> in that have come out in the last five years have been more mean-spirited to unhoused people mm-hmm. um but it's it, it is an interesting like joke like the joke of it is mm-hmm. that they these people like are all gourmets. Mm-hmm. They're all talk about like upstand like crazy shit, uh, but they just like live in squalor. Like the guy finds a bottle of wine in a river and decants it. <laughs> yeah, that's the be- that's yeah. the best joke yeah. in that yeah. run. I think. So you got to make sure to aerate it. It's well, been in a fucking river. And he knows that <laughs> that specific vintage, that specific year of wine was supposedly bad. Yeah. Like, and he's like, well, actually, I found it to be quite good. Yeah. yeah. And like, well, that's another one. Another thing that makes it so special is like he heard it was bad, but that didn't make him not want it. It made him want to try it to find out yeah. if it was bad himself. Well, like then, you have to be a, such a fucking sommelier to know it, which it, year. Of yeah, yeah. that's it's crazy town. Good or bad? Like And that leads into one of the scenes that is like really, really special where they talk to Tom Popo's son. They're like, you know, are you eating well? What's your what's your favorite what's your favorite thing? What do you want? because uh, they're not like, you know, just you gotta have ramen because we're talking about ramen. It's like, well, he's a kid, what does he want? And he wants, of course, the the sugary, like starchy thing that kids want, the uh, quote unquote American food in Japan of omu rice. Yeah. He wants omelet rice with ketchup on it. And yeah. the guy's like Come on, I know just the place. And like sneaks him into the back of a restaurant, like behind the security's door. And in this really like heartwarming and funny scene, makes this kid omelet rice just like behind security's back quietly in like a yeah, stealth me. mission in the middle of this movie. But very professionally yes. and beautifully mm-hmm. making a, a lower end class meal for a mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good segment. But um I, I like that them getting everybody together. They threw a couple more diversions, get a few mm-hmm. more guides. Um, but uh, I thought that it was interesting. A lot of the midsection of this movie is them going to other ramen shops and trying to steal all their secrets, mm-hmm. which I think is really funny and good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they're not the, noble. They're like just doing what they're they like, got to do. Guys, like, my read was that they're like, like obviously all these places all have lines out the door, so they must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Let's find the thing that they do the best, and then let's try and rip it off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's there's one bit um, where they're in a shop, 
um, and the the Tom Popo asked for the recipe or, or how he makes the broth, and he's like, give me, what was it like? Give me one million yen. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. million yen, and I'll I'll give it to you. Um, and then <laughs> yeah, this guy sitting really there funny. is like, no, 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 give me... <laughs> Uh, yeah, pay me a fraction of that. <laughs> so I, th- I think it was like three thousand yen. Yeah, yeah. He's like, don't and... give, don't give this guy money. He bets on speedboats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really funny joke. And I don't know if that's a thing or if it's just a joke. I know. For this movie, Maybe but... I'm being insensitive by thinking that's so funny, but that's a hilarious thing yeah. to bet on. Um, but yeah, see, he he can actually see through a crack in the wall yeah, he's into got the, the neighboring kitchen. shop. He can spy yeah, on. so he's just like, all right, come through the shop. And and I thought she was going to get fucking trafficked or something. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so too. They make it a little suspenseful. Uh, oh, but yeah. he's just telling the truth. Like, he yeah. just goes back there and they watch him make it. But yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, a lot of good, funny scenes like that. Very well set up scenes of them trying to steal the, or, you know, get at the, some of these recipes and stuff. Um, but it's it's a great I think it's a good idea for it's like well we're not gonna not gonna come at this from scratch right we might as well stand on the shoulders of all these other folks. yeah you don't have the internet well and it's just like well if we want to make the best ramen let's go to the places that make ramen that's good yeah <laughs> learn learn from the best how are yeah. you going to learn if you don't know like it's Somebody once, a long time ago, did come up with things whole cloth, but people have been, you know, making ramen. You, for don't, a long you simply time don't since. have to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it. I mean, when you're improving at anything, oh my god, I'm trying to think of who it was. Uh, I want to say it was Joe Kick. Um, there's a there's a great interview. No, it was Embiid. Okay, Embiid uh, is an NBA player right now. Yeah, there's a great interview where he talks about his people are like, how did you learn to shoot so good? And he's like, well, when I was in high school. I looked. Uh, I, I I wasn't thinking about try- comparing myself to NBA players. I was thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about how can I be a better shooter. So I looked up white guy three pointer on YouTube, and I watched every <laughs> video. And I, I I was trying to copy their form because they weren't doing anything flashy. They were doing something boring, and it was like seventy year old guys hitting three pointers <laughs> in a gym every time. And that's how I learned to shoot three pointers. Oh and the interviewer god. was like, "Oh my god." What? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, incredibly good. Yeah, wow. so it's you, you don't like you guys were both saying you don't have to do this by yourself. You can figure it out through using what other people have figured out. Like yeah. you can, yeah, it's fine. You can you'll come from a long lineage of people. No, no matter what, even if nobody ever taught you how to do this stuff, you can still learn from them. Yeah, it's it's a good way. I, like it's it's a funny conceit for the movie for mm-hmm. them to try and rip off all these ideas, but it also is like very solid from a like a realistic perspective it's like well we're going to go to these places that have a lot of business and try and figure out why and try and like figure out what part of their ramen was we can make or we can kind of fold into our recipe yeah i like the voltron aspect of it it's like oh these guys do the best broth this guy has the best noodles this guy is it's really like simplistic but fun and i really like they they set up the stakes kind of early on where uh they're trying the ramen and it's bad but i they uh, somewhere early on, they say that it's like the sign of the good ramen is that they finished the broth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, it's kind of the, their barometer. That's their metric for like, is this perfect yet? Or not even perfect. Is this a good bowl of ramen? I think is what they say in the movie. But uh, it's it's great. It's like, you know, they set up that visual shorthand and you know, like when they're all trying it towards the end of the movie, is it good, is it good enough yet? Are they going to finish the bowl? Like... When they're all, yeah, all the whole group there is trying it, and they're they're they all like 
tip the bulls up and they're all like, it's good. And, and it's, it's like, just it something that resonates in everyday life. When you see someone has eaten their entire plate when you're out at the restaurant, you, the classic thing is like, oh, you must have hated that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's fucking good. I mean, you ate the whole thing. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, I mentioned at the top of the show that I'm a little little bit ramen skeptic, but I don't usually uh, drink the broth. I know a lot of people, like, that's what you're maybe supposed to do, or, like, that's, like, you're supposed to finish it. Yeah, I don't but, usually like doing that because normally there's chunks in it, and I don't like drinking, like, whatever's left. Like, yeah, I love drinking scallions, man. I'm, I'm all, I'm all <laughs> I usually don't, but I did, I did drink all of I, my I broth. I finished it when we had uh, the ramen before the movie. That, yeah. was, that was good enough. And it was a small enough bowl where I'm like, Yes, oh, it was a serving size. Yeah, I had a good amount of the broth. I didn't finish the whole but, thing. Um, yeah, no, it's so it's it's so interesting to be like, yes, I will. This broth is so good. I'm going to chug like <laughs> three cups of it after I yeah. eat a whole bowl of noodles. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I quite liked the movie. Um, it was a surprise for me. Not that I didn't expect to enjoy it, but uh, it was both funnier and more heartwarming than I thought mm. it would be. <laughs> yeah, I I know I get emotional at this movie's ending and i i know i was i was talking to seb on the way out about mm. that um also we were you know uh talking about how annoyed we were at that fucking asshole no we can't but, talk about it anymore right. um <laughs> minutes but, up the one second timer is uh, well since we've reached the end of this episode I, i'd like to talk about something that uh this the scene that i is not like the funniest like it's it does not compete with like the fucking uh uh, you know the the guy choking on on the uh, on the soba noodles or the um, uh, or or really any of the other like truly comedic scenes uh, in terms of like how funny it is. I think I know but, where you're going. But so the, yeah, the most emotional punch to this movie and something that I think is really sweet, even and as it even when it is funny, is there is a scene. Where uh, right after the the scene with the professor, where a guy you know a guy gets uh, arrested while eating Peking duck, you see them, yeah. somebody blow past this them running. Scammer is getting yeah. scammed. Yeah, it's a good bit too. And um, you, uh, you you don't know what he's running for. He runs home, and you see that he his wife and kids are there, and they've got a doctor and a nurse. The doctor and the nurse are like, she doesn't have much longer to live, and he's like trying to rouse her. He's like, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep, you'll die. Do do something, uh, speak to us, sing a song. And he's like, I know. We, we haven't eaten yet. Make dinner. Yeah. And she rises like she's rising from the grave yeah. and makes fried rice for her family. And it's a really like great moment. The doctor and nurse are like astonished. And she makes the fried rice and she puts it down on the table. And the, the husband and the kids start eating. The husband has the first bite and he says, it's good. And she has the smile on her face. And then she just keels over. <laughs> she right dies. There. She keels <laughs> over right there. Yeah. And it's a, like a... Good punchline, but it's also like it's effective. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's very sad. And the 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 dads like like they they start crying, like the kids start crying, and the dads like, no, this is the last meal your mother made. This you is gotta the last eat it. meal, yeah, the last meal your mother ever made. Eat it while it's hot. Yeah, yeah. and it's like she put her soul <laughs> the last that ounce yeah. of life. It's so. It's so it's like it's funny because it is it is a good punchline, but it's like also really powerful. Yeah, like to see that like. That smile on her face when she when they say it's good, I, like she, she like I not to step on this, but yeah. like uh, having had um, loved ones who have passed and having known people who have also had that happen, uh, the like having something that they made in the fridge after they were gone, like it's uh. something that I have ha had happen to me, and it's like a really 
weird, sad, emotional thing to be like, yeah. mm-hmm. they cooked this and they're gone. It's yeah, like, that's this terrible. is something that you could eat that they had. That's the <laughs> that central thesis of this movie, yeah. man. Food is life and food is death. You're connected all the way through. Yeah. And the movie really hammers that into you at the very end when it shows you a baby breastfeeding over the credits. It's oh, like, yeah. this is what weird. the movie's fucking yeah, about. It took me like a, a second to really figure it out. It's, it's, yeah, it's a weird credit sequence. I think it's very, a very guy talking, A guy dying and talking about the meals that he remembers. Yeah. They show you people who are willing to get themselves killed just to eat the food they like. People who are willing to go to jail over the food they like. People who are willing to dedicate their entire lives to get the broth right. People who... Uh, you know, they don't have a roof over their heads, but they still know how to appreciate good omu rice or wine. Like, this is, this movie loves food, and it really, like, makes you think about how much, you know, you appreciate it in your own life. And it, it, like, really just stuck with me so much. I love this movie, and this was definitely not going to be the last time I watch it. Uh, And I'm really happy I got to share it all with you, because I am, like, it was such a great experience to just be able to do this with other people. Like that, that made it even better. Right? Yeah, like if I had seen this nice, without the recommendation, I would have rushed to make everyone I know watch it as, <laughs> as well. It's it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, fun. Yeah, so I was very happy with this. Uh, thank you all for uh, coming with me on this journey, Alex. What are we doing next week? Mm. Next week we'll be watching the Talking Heads concert film "Stop Making Sense," directed by Ooh. Jonathan Demme. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, uh, and then uh, I will probably have these guys also listen to speaking in tongues, uh, and then listen to a podcast if they have time. Man, but not important. Talking heads episode. I can't yeah. wait for that one. Very very excited it's about been that. Been a blast. Before we get on out of here, I would just like to mention that uh, Spotify has this feature where you can comment on episodes. What? Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, you know, what did you think of the episode, and it will like send the makers of the podcast an email telling them that somebody responded to their episode. Oh, that's cool. And I was not aware of this feature until three days ago when I got a, an email that said, <laughs> somebody has commented on your episode. And I'm like, well, I did just post the uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom episode. So let me let me check it out. I open it up, and then I get a, a previous guest of the show, Noah, has commented, where's Tinkle? Underneath, <laughs> <laughs> underneath our Zelda episode. And I would like to say... Thank you for alerting me to this feature that I did not know was in the available. best way possible. Yeah, in the we best. still don't know where he is. We'll, we will get back to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, so we've We're played a lot of Zelda. This out. I have not found him yet. I'll let you know. Uh, but if anyone else is listening through Spotify, please use that stupid ass feature Comment because it's very episode. funny. And I, I am. I, the hoops I had to go through to open Spotify yeah, so on my it didn't, phone. Yeah. In the email, it didn't tell you what the comment said. Right. It didn't tell me what the comment said. I had to go through uh, a bunch of steps to open it to on log my phone. Log in. Yeah. Remember Jesus what the account name fucking was. Christ. So Nick had to watch three ads before. I did. Yeah. You know, not so, Yeah, if you had premium. premium. Yeah. No, 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 not doing it. Not doing it. If you have premium, you can see it in the email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Next week, we'll be back with Talking Heads Stop Making Sense. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. Mm -hmm. Bye.